and welcome to Tell the Damn Story, the podcast that explores the joys and challenges of being creative so that you can more easily tell your own damn story. Hey, hey! <laughs> I get to be loud because Chris can't. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on now, Alex Simmons. Yeah, we got you Barry know. White with us today. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey Chris, what's what's with the voice, man? I mean, what what's you know? Well, I decided my true uh, calling in life was to be a blues singer. No, <laughs> um, I don't know. A, uh, you know, both uh, the offspring are now professional uh, professionals in the education system. Uh, so they one's spend a, a lot teacher, of time and the children. other one works in a yeah. The other one works as a social worker with. Um, uh, very uh, special needs uh, children. So they might be coming home with extra, you know, a little extra something. Yeah. And they decide <laughs> yeah, dad, to share it with dad. Yeah. Could be them. I don't know. Yeah, Because be, dad, you've been always me. been so kind to us. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it just cropped up yesterday. And uh, I'm in the very final seconds of uh, producing my project. Uh, the guy, my, I have an artist in Argentina who's waiting for me to do one more thing. And of course, that's the thing that I can't get quite right. And then this just complicates it. So, you know. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. going to keep us? Well, well, you know what? We got guests today. Yeah. But if you can, if you want to squeeze that little something, something <laughs> in there, I mean, I'm sure we'd all be happy to hear about it. On the other hand, if you want to be, you know. Well, no, I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm, I'm, uh, doing the Soul Scream anthology, which is part anthology, part magazine. It's kind of horror light. Yeah, uh, horror light. I like that. Because, yeah. uh, you know, horror stories, but no um, body trauma, no splatter, no gore. And um, uh, unlike the one of the writers we have here today who just yes, in, yeah, well, eviscerates know. everybody. Yeah, okay, yeah. but okay. We'll get to him in a moment. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, look. We 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 have back. We have we have brought them back. Public demand insisted. Well, they both got into the public and demanded that we bring them back. <laughs> and we have <laughs> so Tom, <laughs> Tom and Janine, <laughs> bring, bring them on down there. So it's Tom Sangowski and Janine. I'm just going to admit it. I keep stumbling all over your last name. It's Nagoski. No, no, no. Not your okay. last name. Oh, oh her okay. last name. Oh. <laughs> Atchison. Thank you. Thank you. I, I keep wanting to say ouch or something like that. That's what Atchison. So Tom Snagowski and Janine Atchison. And it's there it's writers par excellent. <clears throat> yes. And and we had them on before. We had and by the way, I get to do a lot more talking today because of Chris's voice. We had them on before and um we, we learned a lot about Tom that I'd never known. And I've known Tom for like, what, three million years now? Oh, God. I was talking about you today to somebody uh, when I was walking the dog. And I was like, I don't even, I can't even go back that far. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, like I've the, got a time machine, so it works every time. That's true. Well, it was like the, like, the, like some of the first conventions that I'd ever it's, done. It's in the 90s, Tom. Just just so you know. It was in the 90s. But, we yeah. Met. Early 90s. Yes, yeah. early 90s. But that's okay. Maybe okay. like, uh, like 93. Yeah. Nah, I'm thinking maybe 94, 95, because it was 96 yeah. at San Diego. 
when I finally I finally laid out the work that I've been you know pushing towards for all that time. But either way, so Tom and I have known each other since the '90s, and Janine and Tom knew each other before that. Yeah, but right. not in a professional capacity. No, we were, and they no. they went their separate ways. Yep, and yep. did all kinds of things in life, liberty, and the pursuits of happiness, yep. and now have somehow found their way back to writing together, and they've turned out some projects. And we talked about it in the last episode, but we're also going to repeat that so okay. that we can bring this body of audience up to snuff. And then there's some things that um, Chris said he wanted to also uh, bring up so okay. that we could round off the the wonderfulness that is Tom and Janine this there afternoon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <there> you go. <laughs> go ahead. Go follow that one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> So, so again, uh, Janine and Tom, how do you know each other? And just give us a little bit of that background. Uh, we were friends in high school, way back in the 80s in Lynn, Massachusetts. Um, and we kind of went our separate ways after high school. And then about three and a half years ago, yeah, I needed an author who had had books made into movies for a project that I was teaching with my students, my seventh grade students. And I emailed Tom out of the blue and didn't really expect to hear much back, but I did. And that started everything. Yeah. Little did you know what Pandora's box you were going to open. <laughs> Who, who's, who's box? Pandora's box. Did I open Pandora's box or did she open Pandora's box? Well, tell us, Tom, how, how did that work for you? Yeah. I don't know. There was a very, it was a very interesting email to get. It was, it was kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. Cause it was almost 40 years that we hadn't talked to each other. So that's a, that's a long, that's a long freaking time to, so yeah, I, I think she, I thought she was like one, like a, Liberian prince looking for money. You're like those emails that you get. <laughs> I haven't taken up the money. Not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was definitely uh it was definitely an interesting email to get and, and I put a lot of thought into it before responding to it because I wasn't quite sure how to go about responding to it. But yeah. I'm glad I did. But so you you responded and you 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 appeared at the school? No, Is we talked. We talked on the phone first to kind of like, yeah, <clears throat> for me to get the, the, the lay of the land in terms of what she would want me to do in terms of talking to her for classes and stuff like that. So we reconnected that way on the phone. And then I think we connected, we talked on the phone like two or three times. Right? Yeah. And then, um, then it was showing up at the school. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So how did that lead to this relationship? Um, <laughs> Answer quickly because the audience is already imagining all kinds of things. Hey, <laughs> hey. Come on, Tom, a little faster, a little faster now. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Basically, we we kept talking. Yeah. We, we we just we we continued to to talk to each other, and I saw something in her like emails and in her her text that there was like a knack. For writing and then i found out that she'd taken a lot of like writing courses and stuff in, in college and had always had an interest in writing but never really took it anywhere mm -hmm. so i i kind of said you know you really should do something with this you're 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 far more talented than you're letting yourself you know admitting to yourself that you are and so I started to look, she started to do some uh, writing that I was editing and things like that, making her cry. Look, 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 look. 
Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm such a hard ass, you know? Yeah. She's, she's like bawling. Like, when I, when I, I know I spelled my name right. You're so mean. No, no, the line was, I saw all this red and I couldn't stand it. As a school teacher in there, right there. Yeah. Right. So, Tom, weird to believe that you went to the school. Yeah. And when you left, you took Janine with you. Pretty much. That basically <laughs> what happened. Probably. It was like, I mean, we kept talking. So, and yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of the, the whole writing thing. It Pro- was couple, maybe a couple weeks after that. I suggested it. Probably, it. Probably, a few, probably a month or so. Yeah. Um, And you would come to the school in November, right before Thanksgiving. Right. And then we kept on talking. And then you suggested, I think at first I start journaling. Which mm. I had never have hadn't done since high school. Yeah. Um, and I started journaling every day. And then I kind of thought, oh, I really like this. This is fun. I was kind of getting out all kinds of things that I didn't know I had. Um, and mm. then after that I started writing like the crazy little yep. wacky little pieces that I wrote yeah. that were based on like school experiences or or things from, But again, that yeah. it was just it was the <laughs> beginning of showing her story structure and character and dialogue and stuff like that. So she was learning crap before she even knew she was learning crap. That type gotcha. of thing. and I was using I was the using crap. these things to take to see. Yeah, could she do it? Can can she do this? And clearly, you were uh, convinced. Yes, she yeah. Could. Oh, without a doubt, w- without <laughs> a doubt, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have kept pushing her right. to continue and to write comics with me. If, if, if and that's a great segue. Can you tell us, uh, remind the audience, what comics the two of you have written together? We wrote the vampire uh, Vampirella Valentine's Day special in twenty twenty one. Then that parlayed into the Vampiverse miniseries. Which, yeah, another Vampirella book. <clears throat> another Vampirella book. And then we had a crack at Panther, all from Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And we now have a creator-owned project with another company that we are, that's yeah. coming out in about a year. Yeah, and they haven't really officially announced yeah. it yet, so I don't want to. So that's yeah. one of those on great... Anybody. That's well, one well, of those great okay. titles where well we are not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, yeah let me, right. let me, well, we, let me just ask, that's a cool place to be. Talking, Look at you. Are we two. talking novel or are we talking comics? No, this is a this Com- is a comic book series. Okay. okay. Create our own create our own comic book series. Okay. okay. So stay I'm, tuned I'm, for that. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for and it. And the and the uh, initial idea for the series came from her. Ah. Which was really kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, so she doesn't need you. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm expecting that. I'm expecting that. Yeah. You know, Tom, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you. Uh-huh. We're only we're only one or two interviews away from Tom saying, "I can talk to you during Easter break, but I'm teaching seventh grade now." <laughs> Oh my goodness! So you know the 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 fact that you guys are back here. What between the last time that we met and now, a couple of things that I know have happened. Um, but I also want you to mention anything that we don't know. Okay. Which obviously one of them you can't mention because you just said that. Right. But, but we can talk um, about the fact that we've been writing it and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. So so why don't you, Chris? Do you wanna you want them to 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 go anywhere in particular or? Well, I mean, I think that's the direction I was trying to head. Um, I know that we've just talked about the NDA project, you know, yeah. where it's going and the writing's going well. And 
uh, it's creator owned, but uh, and it was her idea. Janine's that right? And then um, you know what? I'd I'd like to stop there for us just for a second, and I'd like uh, uh, Tom, hold off. You're going to answer second. Okay. So, okay, this is going to be tricky, but okay. you know. Uh, since Drum your roll, career please. is skyrocketing, you have to get yeah. used to these tricky questions. Mm -hmm. So, um, without giving too much away, where did the idea come from? And how did you feel about, how'd you go about pitching it to Tom? Oh, okay. And then Tom, we're going to say, what was your reaction? And then how did it develop from there? Okay. So, That's actually a really good question. Okay. Yeah, once in a while that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you sound like Barry White. Yeah. Ow, baby, ow. Yeah, okay. Um, I It came out of a conversation that Tom and I had had before the pandemic hit. And every Saturday, he used to go visit his mom mm -hmm. and then go to the comic book store in Lynn. Uh -huh. And we were texting one, one Saturday, and I asked, how's your mom? And he said, still old and i said <laughs> what would happen wouldn't it be funny if you got there and she was like you know 10 years younger and every time you saw her after that she became 10 years younger and younger again and then we kind of had a roundabout conversation about i had seen the movie benjamin brat uh right. movie, benjamin, button. benjamin button and i was like but that's already been done and he's like well it hasn't been done by you or us and so that's cool we talked about it and then we kind of put it away for a while. And then we had a conversation about it again. And before we knew it, we had this whole giant backstory for this character and how she ages or doesn't age and why she did. Doesn't yeah, age, yeah. And who she is and where she's from and who's chasing her and who isn't. And yeah. So it just All kind right. of grew from there. Wow. That was really cool. And I, I don't want to bump up against the NDA, so we won't go into any more detail. But as far as the um, the moment, Tom, because uh, this is kind of where there was a little change in the dynamic where she came in with oh, an yeah. idea. So how was that for you? Uh, oh, it was actually like super exciting because I yeah, think it was one of the first times yeah. you had like a an idea. Like like it was like, <laughs> hey, you know. And and I re I remember her saying, you know, I'm not quite sure where I would go with this, and I'm like, all right, so I I think I may have like tossed some like directions and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, originally she was thinking of it as a short story. Yeah. Right. I actually even wrote a scene in my journal at that point. Really? Right? Yeah. Between the. That's really cool. Yeah. Did Did he ever call you Grasshopper at any point? I'm just. Curious. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Obi Wan, I and call, I'm. I call her my Padawan. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Okay. We go to the Star Wars the room. Star Wars. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I went. I went. You know, Kung Fu. That's all. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, I, that, I get that one too. Yeah. That's Alex Simmons's time machine. Time machine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for For both of you, um, you know, a uh, good portion of our audience are aspiring writers. Right. So let's talk about the teachable moment. Ah, teachable moment. Teachable the moment. teachable moment from here. Um. I'm sure you've had other ideas before. How did this one flip over to I'm going to tell Tom? Honestly, it was just an offhand comment. Ah, that's great. Which is usually, which is usually the best. Yeah. 
the best stuff comes out of the offhanded things that you think have no value whatsoever. Yeah. Like a casual comment. <clears throat> it just doesn't seem to want to go away. Like so, after, after doesn't, stay, doesn't Stephen King say something about it? It's the ideas that won't leave you alone that, that stay... Yeah. I think he's he's been quoted by that. Yeah, he yeah. says, uh, I like the quote. He's done different versions of it. But I like the quote where he says, you know, writing down every idea you ever have is the best way to guarantee a bunch of really me mediocre ideas and stories. <laughs> yeah. He says, leave them up there. Let them fight it out. The one that has to be told is the one that's going to come out, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting that we're, we're allowed in this moment to talk to our audience about uh, the organic nature of creativity and that it, it comes almost almost to, to go back to to make alex's reference useful it's like <laughs> kung fu right <laughs> remember what they used to say about kung fu uh, looked for it cannot be seen listened for it cannot be heard felt uh, felt for it cannot be touched kung fu right it was the, it's there but you can't force it right yeah, yeah. so yeah. i guess this is a lesson in having faith in uh your creative um intuition yeah what he would and well, i think you should give some credit to your mom too totally yeah i mean you know if she yeah. wasn't old you yeah. know what, what what would you have there you know? yeah. and mom is making an argument for 13 percent. yeah there you <laughs> go. she said i want my cut <laughs> but what the, i think the wildest thing about it is that it was such a I don't want to say a throwaway. It was just kind of like, it, a, was, just it a, was just like literally something that was just kind of tossed out there yeah. that we each kind of batted around a little bit yeah. it, and it went away a little while. Yeah. And then it came back, back and back. she was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe, maybe it could be done as a short story. I'm like, this is way bigger than a short. <laughs> you could do way more with it than a short story. And that's when I started to throw my suggestions into the hat to say, mm. This concept could be expanded yeah. into like yeah. multiple things, multiple can go multiple directions. Can, can I can I ask? Of course, I can ask a question here. It's no, no, you my damn show. No, <laughs> but Janine, uh, since Chris, you know, is is walking us down that path, how did it feel? And I'm assuming it did. How did it feel different to you? One point. Tom was saying, you can write, you should try. And now here you are offering up an idea that he actually got excited about and wanted to develop. Can you can you even somehow connect the different stages of Janine? You know? <laughs> um I think not really. I think sometimes I'm still sort of in disbelief about the whole path that my life has taken in the past few years um I always I always thought that I was an acceptable writer but for certain things like um student work student examples exemplars for my seventh grade students I could write like a better seventh grader for example purposes <laughs> mm -hmm. um I was always pretty well versed in school like uh, taking literary criticism courses like I can write an essay like nobody's business I can write a 12 page paper on you know the Bronte sisters or whatever um but this is a whole different ball of wax and a lot of the times I feel uh, some of the time I feel 
completely capable in fiction and in comic writing, but probably about 75% of the time I'm just an insecure, ridiculous. And, and that, <laughs> and, that and, if I had to, and if I had to come up with like the thing that I, that frustrates me the most about her is her lack of confidence. Even when I'm saying to her, look, <laughs> this is really good. And you know, you can do this. This the, it's almost like she erects these walls. Of course and, she does. And, and, Tom, and Tom, Tom, yeah. how long did it take yeah. you yes. to kind of maybe not do that too often? I do it now. Right. Yeah. There you go. And that's there the big secret. That's the big secret <laughs> is that go. we all do it. No, but I didn't have, the thing is, is I didn't have that person saying, Stop the stop the crazy shit. You know, yeah. you, you can you can do that. I didn't have that. I, yeah, I and it's so it. much easier, Janine, if if you have a Tom on your shoulder. Yeah. saying don't listen to that idiot on the other shoulder that's saying you're no good because right. you know yeah. we all have that editor we all have that oh, oh you yeah. suck yeah. you should go you should really go you know work in shop right you, you can't write <laughs> right whatever that is right and it's it's so great specific, you know it's, chris so specific you know? well, yeah. <laughs> he's got the job he's got the job yeah. Yeah. Right, i'll tell you yeah. I, i'll tell you why that always comes up no disrespect to shop right but no no uh years ago when uh, I was teaching, I taught in a high school here in New Jersey, and there were a couple other teachers. And we're all really, you know, eh, musicians, right? But we put a teacher band together uh, for, there was doing some fundraiser for the music department. And we would practice in my living room and we just make up a bunch of crazy songs and play it there. So we were practicing one time. And uh, this was when my sons were in high school. And Tyler comes home from his ShopRite job. And immediately, you know, we were, whatever we were playing, we turned the lyrics to shop right pension. <laughs> Got that shop right pension. So that's that's the go-to gig right there. <laughs> and your son still talks to you, huh? Well, not that much. But... <laughs> Well, he's out of shop right now, so he don't care. But yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. It was sure. tough coming home when he knew the band was there. That was the motivator. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting me a job. That if he sings about it, I'm going to be proud. Oh yeah. Um. So so going back to Janine. So how does it feel now? I mean, you're you're working on. I mean, this thing that we can't talk about. How does it feel to you? Surreal. Okay. Like very, I. I, I remember the day that, that we were talking about that idea on over text. It was a Saturday morning. And I remember that day and it was about three years ago and it developed. And then Tom was like, you know, we should talk to some people. We should get this, get this done. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. And now we're doing it and actually like collecting paychecks for it. It just, it's, I, I, ju I just never saw this coming. I didn't see any of this coming. That's cool. Yeah, well, that's good. Your crystal ball is dusty. Very uh, ask one other, let me ask one other question about that. Uh, originally, you had mentioned to Tom that it was a short story. Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, the NDA here, um, are you able to say what form it's in now? Is it a limited series? Is it an ongoing series? Is it a trade paperback? Can you say any of that? And it's okay if you can. No, we, it's not that we yeah, can't. No, it's it's a monthly comic that 
may or may not continue yeah, in for the indefinite future. In typical comic book publishing <laughs> right. fashion, yeah, yeah, if it sells, it's going to be a monthly. Yeah. Right. right. If it doesn't but, sell, it's a yeah. limited series. Yeah. So right, right, right. So how many uh, how many issues are you contracted? Oh God, for listen, now? listen to him. Yeah, that's six. Five. Is it five or six? Five. I thought it was six. It could be six. Five. five. All right, it's six. it's five point five. So it's uh, five because <laughs> the the I mean it's six because the Vampirella the new Vampirella thing we're doing is five. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. All right, so right. so we'll see. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a jet unnamed project to the public, uh, a six issue something, and you'll come uh, back and about, talk about aging. It. Yeah, right, cool. Yeah, okay. Now not. that there's, um, I don't know, do we go to the other thing that we were talking about? I think we should we go started? to the other thing and then come back and mess with them some more. All right, it, uh, Tom, is there anything in between, or can we talk about what we were just talking about? Also? Oh, oh, the 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 announcement this week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The announcement this week was that uh, Jeff Smith and I have a new bone book coming out called More Tall Tales That's Plastic. That's amazing. Now, if you don't remember, uh, Bone Bone was a really phenomenally successful Jeff Smith project. Independent comic Independent, book. Independent, and yes. you can pick up literally a phone book yes. of the, the original omnibus, the original tale. Yep. Um, it's drawn in a... Uh, children's friendly style but there's more to that story yeah than uh the first glance at, at the illustrations would have you believe yeah and then after that you had done more tales yeah more I, 12 tales the first the first thing that they asked me to do and i didn't even tell you how long ago was they asked me to write a backup story <laughs> um and i was going to be working with stan sakai Mm -hmm. um, oh yes yes uh, yes, yes. Yujimbo fame yeah um so i wrote um, a little bit i wrote this like five part backup story they were like six pages each or something like that in the back and they <laughs> and they printed them in the back of the, the monthly oh it wasn't monthly because jeff couldn't draw monthly but in the in the consecutive <laughs> in the consecutive issues of bone it was in, in like it was in like four or five issues of that so that was my first time working with cartoon books and jeff and stuff and then after that, they asked me, Jeff's wife called me one day and said, do you want to write the prequel to Bone? And I was kind of like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> said, do you want to write the prequel to Bone? So I wrote the prequel to Bone, which was then called Stupid, Stupid Rat Tales. And it was a kind of a, a take on like the whole tall tales thing, like Paul Bunyan. And the main character was Big Johnson Bone. Who was the founder of Boneville, which is where all the characters live in, in 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 the Bone universe? So I did I so I did that, and then X amount of years later, when Scholastic started to publish the Bone stuff, they put out Stupid Stupid Rat Tales, but under the new title Bone Tall Tales, with a bunch of new stories in, in inside that I wrote for that. Whew. And what about the novels? Then I wrote the novels after that. Oh, how many? Three, I wrote three. Three. I wrote a trilogy. I wrote the Quest for the Spark trilogy, which was a blast. To that was amazing. Playing in that, you know, writing a novel in that kind of visual universe because it's a comic, it's a visual thing. So mm -hmm. I had to like really like learn some tricks in order to be able like to interpret that strong visual 
style in the books as well. I didn't want the books to be so different, which they were because one's a book and one's a comic. But I, I, I had to kind of learn a weird kind of style to the writing in that in, in, in those to make them very bone-like. I've got a probe. What do you mean by that? Well, again, those a comic and a novel are such different animals. Mm-hmm. And I had to find a way to make these novels feel like a comic. So you did that through your word choice? Yeah, or... it was like word it was word choices. It was um like even the, the way you the way you laid out a scene was very um visual and very um snappy and fast and i mean yeah it was it i don't know it was it was just something in my brain that was telling me that people who were coming from reading bone and praising bone and loving bone as much as they did when they open this book and see that it's not a comic which believe me i got a lot of that from people that's not a comic i hate it um jeff did illustrations in it jeff did like a bunch of illustrations for it but it's still it's a novel it's not a comic and they mm-hmm. want it so desperately for it to be a comic a lot of these people so oh jeez okay well i'm i'm sure uh that whatever effort you put into it was well worth it yeah, I mean they sold they sold pretty well, but you'd be amazed to this day how many people don't know they exist because of the fact that it's novels, not comics. Okay. To this day, I will meet Bone fans who, oh, I'm the biggest Bone fan in the world, and you can tell by the way they're talking, they are. And then you're like, oh, did you read the novels? What novels? <laughs> like nothing, <laughs> nothing. They don't know. They don't know about the novel. They never heard about the novels. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like written on Earth 616. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, completely. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Another it's universe. Fasc- yeah. yeah. Okay. Fascinating. Fascinating. So so now we've heard about the 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 eventual coming of yeah. a creation in sparked by by Tom's mom to Janine <laughs> to Tom to Janine to yeah. whomever the publisher is going to be on this. And if they do more than six issues more power to them yep. and if they don't we'll hunt them down yes. um and then you've got the bone experience here you yep. you and jeff a new a new a new chapter in the bone adventure yep. right That's okay comic out. or novel it's co- this is comic all right everybody can all relax. Comics, so because yep, yeah. so, okay, you bone fans who love comics you have something to look forward to and, and, and the, all, jeff drew like wrap around like almost like like uh bookends a story that introduces a bunch of little mini stories, tall tales, oh. all done by different artists. Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's all illustrated by different artists, but written by you or written yes. in illustration. Ah, okay. Wow. Yeah. I wrote all I wrote all the stories based on the style of the artist that was going to be writing the story. So I wrote Ooh. the story kind of to fit their style of artwork. Now, did they did they stay with their standard style or did they le- lean towards Jeff's style a little bit? Um, I think they did their style, but with a real homage to Jeff. There's, there's, cool. you know, there's cool. the characters all look like Jeff's yeah. characters. There, there was a period when DC had a group of artists do that with Batman, uh, and in particular, I remember some Japanese anime that was done. Okay. Yeah, with Batman as well. You know, what, what if this artist or this animation style were, you know, to do a Batman story, and what would it be like? Yeah. 
Recently, so, Star Wars did that with yeah. uh, short pieces yeah. on the uh, Disney Channel. A very, very uh, uh, stylistically beautiful yeah. uh, little shorts um, and definitely give you a different feel for Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, it can be done, and that's pretty cool. More yeah. bone, ladies and gents. More bone. More bone. So what What else are, are, are the team of, of uh, Sinowski and, and – and... see, I did it again. Atchison. Uh, <laughs> Atcherson, what the? I have to write this down. Okay, Atcherson. here we go. It's getting old. Atcherson. Okay. What's what else do we have to expect from you two? We got a new Vampirella series that we're doing. That we're still. It hasn't been officially announced, but we can. I'm sure we can talk about it. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a new mini series, kind of spinning out of our uh, Vampiverse mini series. Yes. Really cool. Now uh, I remember. I, I'm. I'm not segueing away from this. I'm no, actually going to no, do no, a little no. bit. Of, I remember when you guys were on before, you talked about uh, the different approaches to Vampirella, the different in in incarnations that, that existed and how you affected a certain portion of it. And then it was, yeah. that was sort of pushed to one side. And something. But either way, uh, when you two started writing Vampirella, you came from your, your take on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So what's different about Vampirella when you two have your hands on it? <laughs> I think her I think her uh her her history her past is a little bit different. Yeah. I I I <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to insult anybody but I always felt that the original Vampirella origin was kind of silly. Okay. So okay. I kind of took I kind of took when I was doing it I kind of took that silly sci-fi type idea and made it part of her history but it was a false history. Got gotcha. you. Mm. Got so you. it was something that was kind of implanted in her head to think that's where she came from and what she was all about. But in reality, it was much more. In reality, she was a seventh grade teacher. And then... seventh grade, yeah. <laughs> that was actually much more biblical. I, I, oh, yeah? I have a tendency to lean into my Catholic upbringing. There you go. On, on a lot of my work. So how, think, does well, that, how does that It is a bestseller. With... Yeah, how does that sit with you, Janine? I'm okay with that. I feel like all the vampirellas that that we have written together, like for the Vampiverse and the upcoming series. Um, they they may have her history, yeah. but they're all, to me... Our take. They, our take, but they're like new characters, yeah. too. Yeah. There's, you know, the vamp is is a Vampirella, but she's kind of like pulpy. Like and, a ninth, yeah, like yeah. in the Vampiverse, we basically said that throughout the, the fabric of reality, all the various threads of the fabric of reality, each yeah. one has a Vampirella. And they're all different. They're all uh -huh. they're like, one's like a 1930s pulp hero. Yeah. Uh, one's like a cave woman. One's a cave, like, yeah, yeah they, like caveman Vampirella. Yeah. One's a Futurella, a, a Futurella <laughs> which is like a, like a space time, tra time traveler. Yeah. Jane Fonda will be playing that part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's another time machine reference here, folks. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about multiverse? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. So they're all based on her, but they're all their own characters right really. right so, so i i gotta probe one more step here yeah. um a lot of when when jim warren was doing vampirella i'd say 90 percent of the writers were male yes okay and and even coming forward i seem to recall a, a, a large proponent of writers were male on that character yep how do you approach it janine what do you bring to the table how is she, if at all, different? I don't know. 
know. I think we probably tailor each one of our vampirellas to her situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you do you de you definitely bring a less lascivious take that <laughs> take with that character. Yeah, you think. So, and, and I and, and to be honest, I, I never I never though. went that route. Matter of fact, I'm the guy that wanted to give her clothes and a jacket. What the heck's wrong with you? And I <laughs> and I caused more problems for Mel poor Melanie at, at Harris because of that. Yeah. And she understood why I was doing it and was kind of like backing me up, but her bosses gave her more crap because mm. I gave her a friggin' trench coat that she wore. Um, yeah, it'll trench coat covers the cleavage, man. Yeah. What, what are you thinking? You know? I know, but she always wore it open. She always wore it open. You got your cleavage still. You got your costume still. It just was an opportunity. It made more sense to see a character, even though she's wearing like a, a space bikini or whatever, with a jacket. That I, I almost can buy that. When, <laughs> when she's just when she's going down the street and she's just in that outfit, I'm having a real high time. <laughs> And Tom does mean just in that outfit, just yeah, barely exactly. in yeah, that outfit. Barely in yeah. out. Exactly. So with the coat, it just gave me a little bit more leeway to yeah. be a little more realistic with yeah, the, certain things. Yeah, the was outfit doing. was barely more than a rubber band and two band-aids. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Although when I was a teenager, I wasn't complaining about that. But you no, know, not at all. Thing. No, yeah. not at all. But I, but but I, but I'm the guy. I'm the guy that was approaching it from a less. I I wanted to do action horror comics, mm -hmm. and the fact that it was a half naked vampire chick just happened to be the thing that I had to kind of work with to do my mm -hmm. horror, my horror action comics. So. So, so this you mentioned horror, and I, I'm going to definitely go back to that because I think that's where Chris also should should definitely be intrigued by because we had a whole episode about that uh, uh, previously. But I just want to I'm stay with Janine for one more moment here. Do you? I mean, I'm I'm just curious. Do you do you see Vampirella as a woman of any particular time period? Are you at all conscious of her representation as a female character when you're writing her? Or do you simply see her as a character and you're a writer? I see her as a character who I write. And I think that's interesting because I probably come from it more of a historical yeah. because the fact that I kind of grew up yeah. seeing that character on the shelf so that I couldn't reach mm -hmm. <laughs> with, 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 with creepy and eerie and famous monsters. Yeah, right. She's yeah. coming from it. She doesn't know anything about this stuff. She's seeing this character. This is Vampirella. She's getting from the character either reading stuff that I wrote yeah. or he hearing me babble about stuff that I'm going to write with the character or whatever. So she's coming from it from a completely different place yeah. than, than a comics fan or, or I would be coming from yeah. from it, and so that I think brings a really kind of a, a unique spin to the character that you wouldn't get. It was just if it was just me. Right. Now, okay. not to not to beat on this horse, but Janine, <clears throat> did you look into her history and and see what yeah. she was yeah, and yeah. how? Yeah, I did my. How research. was that experience? It was great. It was fine. Okay. Um. I did a lot of like online reading. I'm like, 
forums and comic forums and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And I read a lot of the stuff that Tom had given me that he had written. And I gave you some of the big collections of the old black and white stuff from the yes, magazine. and I had that as well. Yeah, I gave her yeah. some of that just so she could kind of at least just skim it. And, yeah. I mean, look at it and get a sense of yeah. what she used to be like. But I think she just seems, I think, again, like the character, the Vampirellas that we've come up with just seems so, seem very, not far removed, but removed from that, yeah. that vampy, sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to be perfectly yeah. honest, when you, when you read like the original stuff from like the seventies and things, mm-hmm. it, they're not too challenging in regards right. to right. the storytelling. It's, <laughs> it's very simple. It's very, very simple. They didn't do a hell of a lot of like attempts to like develop the character and give her history. That's because the character was very well developed already. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I bit my tongue and you Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, there goes you know, blame it on Barry White. <laughs> there are, yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Hara. Hara. Chris, you, yes, Hara. Yes. Tom, Hara. Okay. Uh-huh. Tom, what kind of horror do you like? I like all horror. I like I like good horror. I mean, depending on I'm not a big like slasher guy. Right. But if it can be done well, then maybe I will like it. It's right. it's that it's all it all depends on the presentation. Like what what are you giving me? Is there a certain level of quality to the horror that you're giving me? Right. Um like I wouldn't I I this, this sounds wicked snobby. Uh I wouldn't like seek out a book that is that's like kind of like a slasher book. Like, right. like you know, I, I wouldn't look for that. I wouldn't even I probably wouldn't even entertain that. Other uh, than if somebody said to me, you really should read this because it's good. Right. Then a different situation. But yeah. for yeah. me, the when it gets to body trauma or slasher, yes. Almost every single time yeah. it throws me out of the story. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the only reason it does. That part doesn't work yeah. for me yeah. because I am back sitting in my chair or wherever I am looking at a page rather than that little magic that happens when you get absorbed into a story. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. That's one of the reasons why, with all due respect to people yeah. who do body trauma and, and splatter and all that. Yep. That's not what's in Soul Scream. Right. It's you know a wide variety of subgenres. You know we go from a horror action to fantasy to western to yeah. psychological. You know, uh, pulpy. All of that's in there with the horror, but you can pick it up, and you know, no one's going to be twisting a body part off. You know, so <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what I think I can offer is that you know, yeah, and I think we have about ten or twelve. Uh, writers in there and all of them get an article about them afterwards so you get kind of a behind the scenes and then we have some other features like alex and another guy i know teal james glenn we put them in alex's time machine (laughs) and just asked i just turned the recorder on and asked them to talk about um female protagonists to use their will skill or agency to confront tara and about three hours later, I had <laughs> 20 different characters mentioned. And, and, you know, I had to put each character as a subhead to get through the interview so that people say, oh, I know that character. Let me read. But 
There's very few interviews in this world that have Nancy Drew and get Christy Love in the same interview. <laughs> but I, I, I'm going on a tangent, but I'm to bring it back to you, Tom, I do agree uh, with the, the slash thing. Yeah. It just, you know, there's an audience for it, but it's not me. For, but it's not really something that yeah. I'm interested in. Wow. Oh. Doesn't speak, um, doesn't speak to me. So, how how deep do you go in horror or action horror? Uh, with well, with the new vampire pr projects. Um, I think it all depends on what what I've come up with for the storyline. I mean, occasionally you do enter into territory that gets a little gruesome. That mm -hmm. um, so much of that is either softened or strengthened by your artist right like i've written some like really over the top <laughs> horrible things that the artist just didn't draw it as over the top and horrible as my brain was picturing it so it just came across as horrible right so <laughs> but but when i was thinking of it in my brain it was like really disgusting and grotesque and like oh this is so rude but the artist just kind of pull back a little bit on it and mm -hmm. the, the artwork was fine, but it wasn't as disturbing as my brain might have made it out to and be. And when that happens, you I'm fine. I'm yeah. usually fine because because the artwork is serving really serve the story. Serve yeah, the story. I don't, need, yeah. I don't need to go to the poor artist and say, make this more disgusting. I don't <laughs> right, right, right. No, I don't think that that's not disgusting enough. <laughs> Janine, when you and Tom are working on Vamp Universe stuff. Um, do you ever push him to turn it up a notch or turn it back a notch? Or turn it down a notch. Turn uh, it down. I guess it depends, though, because I'm thinking back to Panther when we had all the dead babies. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's oh, something we didn't expect today, ladies and wow. gentlemen. Whoa. When we and she said it so so calmly and matter of fact, we all the dead babies. Sweet former school teacher yep. is the one among all of the people in this interview yep. is that we had all the dead babies. As if she was saying, <laughs> I'll take a cookie with my tea. Yeah. That just just casually all the yeah. dead babies. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great album cover title now that I think about it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great for the Beatles. Oh, time machine. Yeah. Um <laughs> But okay, uh, Miss Casual, can you explain that a little bit? <laughs> I think it depends. I honestly, I think as as we continue on in our in our adventures, um, adventures I think I'm coming around to more of that. I don't um, think I don't think she ever felt comfortable. No, with the more over the top horrific aspect. Let me tell you a funny story. Uh oh. <laughs> No, notice how she's laughing because I yeah, think I she she knows where I'm going with this. Yeah, when we can't stop him. <laughs> when, we were, when we were first talking about possibly writing something together, yeah, and and we decided that it was maybe going to be a novel. We were going to try a novel. I was going to kind of show her the ropes of writing a novel, and she was going to write it with me. She was so afraid that I was going to take it. And, and and make it way over the top in levels of like violence and grotesqueness that she was basically wasn't sure she wanted to do this with me. Well, I, I don't think that was that bad. You were pretty bad. You kept saying, I don't think, the big quote was, I don't think you can be subtle. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think you could. I don't know. I, I, oh. I'm having a hard time. Deciding. And she knew you, she hadn't talked to you in 40 years. 40 and- years. <laughs> wow. I should have known. <laughs> I like that the person who who casually said all the dead babies was talking to him about not being able to be subtle. (laughs) That was like two months later. (laughs) Shows you what working with me will do. I'm I'm afraid this summer when we interview you again, you know, Jeanine's going to come to the interview with the bloody axe. Yeah, she had the bloody axe and a spike in their skull. Yes. I think I just kind of got, I got used to it and I'm not so much afraid now of like where my imagination might take yeah and i think a lot of i think a lot of this might have come from the fact that she wasn't quite sure that she would have the imagination to be able to take a concept yeah and do something kind of lovecraftian and over the top right so that that became like a big joke about tentacles oh this book would be so much better i had a few more tentacles (laughs) (laughs) and she Tom, that's what we offer in uh, Tell the Damn Story. Little tentacles. secrets like that. You want a story to be better? More tentacles. Hey, more tentacles. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so can we ask ahead. one more question? About, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, uh, yeah, Panther, which one of you came up with all the dead babies and how, how did that work out between the two of you? Yeah, we're not going to let you forget that. No. I think that was done for us. I think Christopher Priest was responsible for the dead babies. The, was, the writer Christopher yeah. Priest, because sure. yeah. he had done a newer take on Panther's origin. Okay. As an Egyptian queen, queen. who basically was wiping out all the male children. Attempting, oh, biblical again, yeah. Yeah, attempting yeah. to attempting to find the one child that was going to be the heir to be Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. So if so, if that baby was eliminated, she would stay the queen. Yeah. So she so, was like wiping out all the babies in the. So we just kind of took it and did all kinds of babies. Yeah. And had, oh, little, had we had like little zombie babies so, crawling around and stuff. So you added to the babies. Oh yeah, we oh, yeah. yeah the so added the to idea the of babies, babies was there for us to play with. All right, all right. so Christopher Priest, the baby killer. Yes. Uh, and you guys expanded the dead babies we expanded yeah, we embraced yeah because she was oh, we embraced the dead babies That's you know, nice you know it's it's funny because when i when i think about disturbing images in my mind um two two images in particular there was a, one of those zombie movies that was somewhere a, a, like a remake of dawn of the dead or or george romero was was back in the saddle again and there's one where the two parents wake up uh in the morning and their daughter is down coming down the hallway towards their bedroom Mm -hmm. and then they suddenly realize that she's a zombie and she looks horrific that image planted itself in my brain for a year couldn't get that one out and the other thing was from the mummy with uh brandon frazier okay all the stuff in that movie that you know with the the giant corpses and all that none of that bothered me as much as the scarab that went through oh. the boot and into the guy's leg and up the sc- that that one like whoa that one was another yeah. one that stayed with me forever. So now I have a third. I have the image of these carnivorous zombie babies crawling around like you know coming across the playground floor, and that's that's gonna stay. And I'm gonna get you for that. Uh, well, <laughs> but it it seems to me to have come out of organically out of the reimagining of the origin the character yeah and yeah. the biblical references or yeah. illusions right um which just goes to say that it works 
So was this a yeah? Well, was this a situation of that atrocity coming back to haunt her? Yes. Right. So then you can see in that situation how it organically fits the story, as opposed to just there, uh, just there to be there. Sensationalistic garbage. So again, we get to that golden rule. It's so important. You have to serve the story, and it has to feel organic. So even dead babies, even dead you know, babies can be justified, <laughs> which is why Janine was able to say it so casually well, we because it was organic babies. to yeah. the story. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it, it is always a super pleasure to have you on. And I know this is only the second time, but I can say that with pride. Yes, it is a super pleasure. You guys are a joy. You are a joy. I don't know if Tom is as much fun without you, Janine. I just, you know, <laughs> he's as informative. I'm, I'm pretty fun. Yeah, no, he's I, pretty I, fun. Tom, you're no, you're a good guy, and I really, I think it's great that you. Um, actually, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a nod here. Oh boy! And say that you know it is, in my experience, um, not as often as I would like that I see people who have established themselves in a particular industry, and are doing you know reasonably well, who will turn around and and open up and and help someone else find their their power and their place in in that industry as well and i i really want to compliment you for that please i i, I yeah. that's something that i've always I, i've enjoyed doing that even like at a signing somebody coming up to you and saying you know i was thinking i i love to kind of pull them aside and say all right here's what you do yeah. you know who's actually really good like that too i'm gonna drop his name chris golden yeah uh, i've heard about this chris nice dude let me let me just quickly just quickly Chris is good at that. Chris is amazing at. Chris puts me to shame. How long has Chris been doing that? Chris has been doing that for as long as I've known Chris. So Chris, Chris, so, so Chris's Chris's career probably had just about started, and he was giving people the the a lift. Yeah. And 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 when did you meet Chris? Chris did a lot. He did a lot of that for me. You know what's interesting about Chris and I is Chris showed me how to write a novel, and I showed Chris how to write comics. So now That's I'm just really going to cool. go back to the beginning of the episode, uh, Tom. Yeah. When you were saying that you were there for Janine, telling her how wonderful she was, yeah. even though she couldn't hear it, and yeah. who was there talking to you? Nobody. <laughs> Absolutely nobody. So Tom, so, so Chris never said a damn thing about your Chris, work. Chris, Chris was Chris was good. Chris was the Chris. Chris doesn't praise. Chris basically says, "Yeah, it's all right. Now don't be a dick. <laughs> Sit down and write. <laughs> Sit down and write that thing. Don't yeah. shut up. I don't want to hear crap. He, he, oh, thing. so he came from the Neil Adams school of of, the Neil Adams of, of mentorship. Of, of, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quit your crying and get the job done. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. Suck it up, fellow here. I can't tell you how many times over the years that I've heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shut up and get it done. <laughs> oh, That's it. There's a value to that though. God yeah, bless there, him. You know what? There really is. There yeah. really is. And, and because and, the other side of that is silence or <laughs> you you, you should probably go to ShopRite. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a bag. What's your hurry? Yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. We have an apron with your name on it and a ShopRite pension. <laughs> Chris, um, Tom and Janine, it's a pleasure. It's a real yeah. pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Fun. Thank you for coming back. And of course, we will invite you back again. Say, and you will... we'll, we'll come back again if you have Yeah. It. 
it's, it's, it's fascinating and it's, it's such a great fit for tell the damn story because tom you are a living example of paying it forward yeah. and janine you're an example a living example of being open to potential and exploring what else there is for me to do and if there's anything that we're trying to pass on to the people who you know are, are nice enough to watch this uh or listen is exactly those things so Thank you very much for being who we are. Here, 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 here. They're there. Okay, folks, you know, please leave your, your comments and letters. No, <laughs> leave your comments and your thoughts and questions and anything else in the comment sections or send us an email because we will respond because Lord knows we got nothing else to do. Yeah, the comments <laughs> are going to be full of little dead yes, babies. Right. And babies. I, I'll be back again along with Barry White and Chris yeah. White. Right. Here's an owl baby. Yeah, get enough and, of your love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, it's it's a pleasure. Tom, Janine, it's a pleasure. Oh, it's an honor. And everybody, Good to see everybody. Take right. care. Thank you. Peace. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.